Welcome to Pod Planet, a place where things happen that may sound unbelievable, strange, incredible. If you've ever wondered if you were weird or strange or the odd man out, these stories will restore your belief that there are indeed people out there who are weirder, stranger, and odder than you ever imagined. Perhaps you'll find some comfort in that. Bear in mind, Every story from Pod Planet is between 83 and 100% true. These are stories we have experienced, survived, and lived to tell about. And now, let us begin. Pod Planet presents Special Delivery. Let's say, like many of us, you went to your local FedEx store to send off some packages or overnight delivery. Nothing unusual about that. But after you finished your business at FedEx and prepared to leave, there was an unconscious man in his mid-thirties wearing a wife-beater t-shirt lying in the empty parking space next to your car. If you found yourself in that situation, would you A. Ignore the man and drive off B. Call 911 after all, the unconscious man could have a medical condition. Or would you C. Go back into the FedEx store and alert them about the unconscious man on their property? Well, if you were my mother Nancy, you wouldn't choose option A, B, or C. You would choose option D, which wasn't really an option at all. Nancy's option D involved Nancy sizing up the unconscious man's condition, wondering what to do then noticing a party taking place on the porch of a house across the street. It was a weekday in the middle of the afternoon. A group of men in their 20s and 30s were smoking, drinking from 40-ounce bottles, laughing, and listening to music. So Nancy, having selected option D, put her FedEx shipping receipt in her car and decided to cross the street, approach the house, and interrupt the party on the porch. Excuse me, gentlemen, Nancy interjected. The party fell silent. No doubt, Nancy was a little overdressed for the occasion. Matching sweater set, string of pearls, color-coordinated handbag on her forearm. You get the picture. Sorry to bother you, Nancy continued, but do any of you happen to know that man lying in the parking lot? There was a pause. Then the men broke out laughing. <laughs> One man with a wispy blonde mustache spoke up. Dang that Randy, he said. I keep telling him three o'clock in the afternoon isn't pass out time. So Nancy asked if maybe there was a wife or a girlfriend or someone who could drive down to the parking lot and give Randy, the passed out man in the parking lot, a ride home. Randy's wife, she done left him six months ago, the man said as the porch party began to regather its steam. Meanwhile, the man with the wispy mustache continued. So is that your car parked next to Randy? He asked. Nancy, my mother, acknowledged that the Toyota Camry parked next to the unconscious man was indeed hers. Well, I'll tell you what, said the man. Randy lives in a trailer court right next to mine. I can help load him into the back of your Camry, and then we can give him a ride home so's he can sleep it off. I can't remember why my mother thought this sounded like a solid plan. I mean, how does a simple errand like going to the FedEx turn into this kind of thing? But apparently, Nancy was too far down the path to turn back now. Before long, Randy was stretched out on the back seat of Nancy's Camry, 
and a wispy-haired man hopped in the passenger seat. Trailer court's not too far from here. I'll give you directions, and we'll have him home in no time. So Nancy started up her car and backed out of the parking space. My name's Dwayne, by the way, Nancy's co-pilot told her. Dwayne, you know, it's like the name Wayne, but with a D in front. Oh hey, you don't have a lighter, do ya? Dwayne asked. Left mine back on the porch. Nancy didn't have a lighter handy. You mind if we stop at the 7-Eleven on the way? Dwayne asked. I need me a lighter, a lighter and some beef jerky. Nancy explained that she had a choir practice at her church in 45 minutes, and she really didn't have much time to spare. So Dwayne, the co-pilot, soldiered on giving Nancy directions to the trailer park. Take a right here, a left here, another right here, and go two blocks past the Dollarama and turn left again at the stop sign. Dwayne barked out instructions one after another. Meanwhile, as she drove, Nancy became increasingly anxious. Her hands gripped the steering wheel tighter and tighter. With Randy still dozing in the back seat, Nancy and Dwayne pulled up to a red light. While they were waiting for the light to change, Dwayne looked over and slowly sized up Nancy. Her sensible shoes, her string of pearls, and something Dwayne hadn't noticed until now. The intoxicating floral scent of Nancy's lilac perfume. Mmm. You married, ma'am? Dwayne asked. My husband passed away a few years ago, my mother answered. After a pause, Dwayne popped the question every 72-year-old Good Samaritan is waiting to hear. So then, asked Dwayne, what do I have to do to get me a piece o' that? A piece o' that? A piece of that? Meaning my choir-singing, Toyota Camry-driving, 72-year-old mother. After considering the choices dear old Nancy had made up to this point, Nancy decided to move on to option E. She pulled over to the curb. Listen, Wayne, Nancy announced. It's Dwayne, ma'am. Whatever, she replied. She was, after all, the senior warden at the Episcopal Church, and she knew how to lay down the law. I want you to keep your hands and your deeply impure thoughts to yourself, and I want you to get your friend Randy, and both of you get out of the car this instant. So, pulled over to the side of the street at a busy corner during rush hour, Dwayne grabbed his friend Randy out of the back of Nancy's car and onto the grass next to the street. Thanks for the ride, Dwayne told Nancy. And you know, we party on that porch on Wednesday afternoons pretty regular. So if you're down by the FedEx, just stop by and say you're a friend of Dwayne's. And feel free to bring any of your lady friends. Thanks, said Nancy. But you know, between choir practice and everything else I've got going on, I stay pretty busy. Dwayne shut the car door, and they disappeared in Nancy's rearview mirror as she drove away. After that experience, Nancy wasn't much in the mood for choir practice, so she grabbed her jitterbug cell phone and called her neighbor, Boots Winfield. Hello, Boots. You would not believe the day I've had, Nancy told Boots. I'll pick up a bottle of wine on the way home. Come on over in half an hour, and I'll tell you all about it. So Nancy stopped at Westie's Liquor Locker and got not one, but two bottles of Chardonnay. The good stuff. After she paid, she walked back out to her Toyota Camry. There was another unconscious man lying next to Nancy's car in the Liquor Locker parking lot. Randy? Randy, is that you? The man didn't stir. Obviously, it wasn't Randy. He wasn't even wearing a wife beater. He was just another guy who'd passed out 
in a parking lot. Nancy wanted to help, but in the end, she simply put her wine in the Camry and drove back home to meet Boots. Nancy already did her part. It was someone else's turn to be the Good Samaritan. You've been listening to Pod Planet Season 1. Pod Planet is written and produced by Peter McHugh and Clive Desmond. Audio and digital support for Pod Planet comes from Oliver Wickham and Aidan Vickery two of the best and brightest young minds in audio today. Theme music for Pod Planet Season 1 was composed and produced by Richard Suddy, a.k.a. Telegraphy, from Detroit. Look for Telegraphy's FMA link in the credits section of our webpage. Richard Suddy is an amazing artist, and you'll want to hear more Telegraphy. Every Pod Planet episode contains some fantastic original music, much of which is courtesy FMA. If you'd like to hear or know more about the composers from this or any episode of Pod Planet, look for their links in the episode credits section of our webpage. These musicians are amazing and you'll want to take a listen to their work. And special thanks again to FMA.org. And if you haven't subscribed to Pod Planet yet, subscribe now. Go to our webpage, PodPlanet.org, PodPlanet's one word, and click on subscribe or hit follow on whatever podcatcher app you're using. You'll find Pod Planet on Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, iTunes, Lipson, YouTube, and many others. And follow Pod Planet on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Links on our webpage. Pod Planet is part of PRX, the Public Radio Exchange. So if you're a radio station that would like to add Pod Planet to your schedule, look us up at prx.org. PRX can set it all up. We love to hear from listeners. So please leave your thoughts or questions in the comment section on our webpage. And be sure to recommend PodPlanet to your friends. Send them our link, podplanet.org. PodPlanet would like to thank Lydia, Lola, and Tattoo Sound and Music in Toronto, as well as extra special thanks to Monique Kelly for her guidance, insight, and never-ending support. This is PodPlanet Season 1. We'll be back in two weeks with a new and startling episode. Until then, on behalf of Peter McHugh and the whole Pod Planet team, thanks for listening. I'm Clive Desmond. <laughs>